Stupid Hearts Club is yours to enjoy for free wherever you get your podcasts. But if you've fallen deeply in love with the show, or me, even though that's a bit weird because we've never met, then you might want to consider supporting the show via patreon.com forward slash stupid hearts club for about five or a month you can indulge in your sick little fantasy that i am your very own little audio husband friend without ever having to deal with the fact that in real life i leave socks and half drunk glasses of water everywhere either way i'm very happy you're here so please enjoy the show rubbish on purpose and yes I know you can hear my washing machine for this bit what is going on Alistair can you still hear it or has it dropped it might have made it better it's dropped it dropped all by itself or you corrected the secret thing that you were doing wrong to try and I think get I attention? moved the lead yeah oh, god <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, is it are we on now I'm not telling you. I, can, I barely... Well, talk. Talk. I don't want this. What if we are on? You do want this. Actually, no. I, I'm going to stop myself. <laughs> I'm going to stop myself, Alistair. You are in for a very special mm. evening. Do you know why that is? Why? Because your loyalty, why? I promised you, would be rewarded, Alistair. Would you like to tell the boys and girls why your yeah. your loyalty shines like a beacon today? Why do you think why do you think that is? Oh my god, he's he's done of something bad on purpose again. Um well we were scheduled to um well because we were gonna do a podcast with uh, you, me, and Miles. Yeah, which was Miles's idea that he's very excited about, and he insisted we do one where it's all three of us. But who's let us down? Am I meant to be speaking? Can you hear me? Okay. Right, yeah. Can you hear me? <sighs> just, just answer that. Oh, I just think life is people agreeing not to meet each other. Right, I'm going to ask you one more time. Can you hear me? Are you there? Holy fucking yes. shit. Right, yes. I'm going to, I think we probably need to restart this. Hang on one yes. sec. I'm, I'm pausing. We are live 
on. Hello. Okay, quite assertive. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I'm going to go back to what we were. We were trying to do a funny shonky start, but then it genuinely went a bit wrong. <laughs> yeah. But what we were saying, and what I would like to start by saying, is that it's a very special, happy day for Alistair, for little Alistair, isn't it? Mm, because you, yeah. Because you today are going to be treated like a special good boy, aren't you? I can't wait. Good. Um, what's the reason that you're the special good boy today that I I, sh- I shan't be mean to? I assume it's because uh, we were scheduled to do a podcast, you, me, and Miles Chapman, yeah. Yeah. but uh, he pulled out. He did. Whose idea was it to, that that they kept going on about for several weeks that they wanted Miles. to? It was Miles Chapman's idea, wasn't yeah, it? It was. And has he turned up for this? No, he's not here. He's absent. He's absent. His words were, something's come up, which is vague at best, isn't it? Yeah. It's the the sort thing of is, thing... I don't know him as well. I do know him, but I don't know him as well as you, so I can't fire the vitriol that you do at him. Well, you say that, but the other day when I was um, I was all ready to play my vile game of uh, to try and turn you on each other, it's the only way to deal with two people who are victims of your malevolence, because there was a there's a chance, there's a risk that you two would quite quickly gang up and try and devour the master, right? So I thought I mean, I'd need to get ahead of that, and I start started to send you messages to undermine him, right? Mm-hmm. And you took the bait. Very, very quickly. Because I, I, I sent you a message and I said, you are the centre of the universe, Alistair. Do you see? <laughs> I said, there's no external world unless you perceive it so. The world is on the precipice of disaster. Only you can prevent it. Don't you understand what you are? Alistair! And you said, <laughs> I will walk into the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Except I am, I am the fire. What was that? That was uh, Lauren's uh, BBC News alert on her iPad. So it, lo- it, it where kind is of just chimed where? quite well with um. It did. It, it sort of did. With I will walk into the fire. Hang on, I'll turn it off. You claimed that you are beyond this petty realm. Is that what he said? That's what you said, and I said, fire cannot burn itself, you are all, but you must be aware of the evil mischief of water in the form of Miles Chapman. <laughs> he will attempt to trickle his way around your flames. I think I spelt it wrong, I said away, and then I, I'd undermined myself, but I'd try, I hoped you'd ignore it. <laughs> and you simply replied, his execution is inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> Good, Alistair. So, yeah. I must have been genuinely slightly threatened that what was going to happen when we got you on both at the same time. Certainly, was it within his plans? Is like you would be sharing like a little support group that you shouldn't tolerate my bullshit. Mm. So I I got into your head ahead of time, and you just immediately sided with me. 
and now and now he has not even bothered to turn up. So if he does try that when we do get him back, which I hope we will do in the next few days or whatever, I hope that his attempts to pull you on side and destroy me will fall will now fall on deaf ears as a result of how nice I'm going to be to you today. We'll see. Or it could just confuse you so you don't know what to do and you just sort of shut down. Well, this is the thing. I mean, I don't... I can tell you, I don't feel very comfortable. With what bit? With, with any of this. I don't like uh, being rewarded by you. So that's that worse like than me being of... horrible. Well, yeah, such as the... That's the kind of... You know, that that's how far it's gone. That um, Well... I think you've gone too far when you sent me a message that said a thousand babies shall be massacred to provide you a solitary minute on earth. (laughs) And to be fair, I've been just as weird and said, you make Papa proud. You must harvest the souls. Like, we just... Oh, it's just horrible. But the point is... And I said, all knowledge will be yours... And, and I described Miles as a simple strand of wool. <laughs> and you said that you look forward to watching his confused, terrified face gaze at me while I give the hangman the signal. Yeah. And all of that was going to be something that I <sighs> I read out in front of Miles <laughs> so that he knew that he's dancing with the devil trying to like turn you against me. And it, and I was hoping that you you would both get me by the neck, and it would be it become like a just a just an ugly spectacle of three egos not knowing what to do. <laughs> but since then, apart from you proving yourself to be by far the superior guest mm. out of Alistair Griggs and Miles Chapman, for all our I think I personally think that all our horrible like dystopian hell talk mm. personally speaking it's a way of coping with my very real fear about the global situation the the nuclear situation yeah and that has today as we record this popped itself back into the news after a uh, 10 blissful days of royal arse licking and um, state-sponsored grief. Yeah. Where all we had to think about was words like duty and care and service and think about (laughs) a kindly little old lady smile and waving and hats. Yeah. Really, no one's talked about societal collapse for a good 10 days. Mm, they've Pop. really shifted to go from that to nuclear war is a big leap isn't it yeah from bank holiday monday <laughs> to to i am not bluffing by the man with the most nuclear weapons in the world that's what he said didn't he i'm not bluffing quite honestly alistair n- never leave me i'm going to be that vulnerable with you tonight alistair never ever leave me alistair the thing is... I've wronged you, Alistair. <laughs> <laughs> I've wronged you. 
You are my deputy, and I will never let harm come to you, Alistair. <laughs> Shelter me from the bombs, Alistair. <laughs> What's bad on the text is when you call me son. That's really bad. You say <laughs> my, my only son. son. My only son. That's uh, that, that's the worst bit. Like because I have got my own child, <laughs> and I just it's like son. I just say to just in a desperate bid to to increase the the probability of you protecting me, like Terminator, <laughs> in the in the oncoming you know slaughter, just to up the chances of you standing in front of me. I'll say to you in a moment of fear that you are my only son. We should. Oh, I hate it when I do that. If, I just if bang the microphone. Oh, sorry. Well, don't apologise for me doing something wrong. You don't. Oh. You don't have to do that anymore, Alistair. I know. I'm sorry. Um, the key is to arrange a place to meet, um, because the thing is, if it ever happened, all right. telecommunications will be gone. Oh, we'll be effectively in the dark ages. So. Well, maybe we. Someone... Maybe that's. Maybe we should do that with the patrons. Because we'll be stronger together. Um, yeah. Oh God, that's a good point. So if you're if you're if you're a listener, a regular listener, and you too are mildly frightened that there is now a possibility of global Armageddon, I personally think. Well, I'm. I've decided to just ignore because it's not happened yet. I reckon it's still yet more saber rattling, but. Fuck me, who knows? Mm. So, um, what should we do? Should we, should we put it to the un, under the episode? I'd like people to suggest meeting points. Yeah, and be practical. Need to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No time oh, absolutely, waste, please. Yeah. We need to be near water, <laughs> right. fields, and um, if you've got any weapons, bring them. Mm. I no think I mentioned this about. before, but where my parents live, very nice area, and the, their neighbour has got a gun. Right. Um, he's a farmer. Right. That's a good and start. it's the kind of thing where, you know, if it happens, it's the sort of thing, sadly, you would want. Are we talking a stream here? Uh, because obviously, um, like water, you know, you get stagnant water, don't you? So I'm assuming a stream is the. Is the safest emergency drinking real estate drinking source, and you can walk along it, not leaving a scent for the Rottweilers that are coming yeah. from, right? <laughs> Bathe in it, everything. Yeah. Um, oh god. Yeah. yeah. When you think, I... could you bathe in it? And you go, oh well, now you've contaminated the water. Uh, uh-uh. it's flowing in one direction. Although obviously there could be people further up the stream pissing in that. Oh. So that's how you end up in group situations where you go further upstream and then massacre the other group. <laughs> yeah. That's how tribalism starts, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean... It's just us. It's us guys. It's the Patreon guys I in it really for ourselves. You to trust people with your lives. I mean, I just can't imagine doing that. Trusting someone with well, my existence. I just... Well, the message I've been trying to get across to you for probably four days now is that you are my top soldier and I trust you beyond any other living soul in this galaxy yeah I mean don't say that like casually no 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 I think you're supposed no, to be honoured no I'm not shirking it I am honoured <laughs> I'm, I'm just I think you're right I think I'm 
I could be capable of great things in that moment. <laughs> I love how you, you swallowed what you were about to say. So, great things, not just <laughs> not just strangling some of the Patreons if we doubt them. But no, no, but great things. You know, all this eventually, Alistair, leads to our grand plans of building a utopia. Mm. But for now, we're probably going to have to accept that there's going to have to be some icky stuff first. It's horrible. Look. But the thing is, I think it's inevitable. Um, not, And I'm not saying as in uh, Putin's going to fire nukes. But I think, I think I've said this before, but the thing is with nuclear weapons... They either explode or they don't. And do you really think we're going to be in the latter forever? <clears throat> Our existence is contingent on them not exploding. What you're talking about is, is nuclear disarmament possible? Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't think so because... No, it's, a, it's, a, it's the fatal, fatal mistake humanity's made. Is is someone having that idea, and it and then it being actioned? Actioned. Well, yeah, you know this. Yeah. Someone split the atom, and you know the fucking, as usual, the hawks get on the technology and say, "Yeah, that's amazing. That'll be a deterrent. We can completely destroy everything." Oh well, well fucking done, everybody. Oh. I mean, really, the thing is, can you blame them? Because really. It's just a natural progression of all the other weapons. And so the very idea of weapons, which which other animals haven't got, you know, it's like you're stuck with how strong you are and how you've physically developed and what your what your natural weaponry is mm. to, to, to know your place and your technique and your strategy in the pecking order of the natural world. Well, yeah, I mean, it just came about because... The caveman grabbed a stick. Yeah. Because he went, oh, I'm losing. And he grabbed a rock and he hit the other guy. Yeah. That was it. And then they said, we must continue with this weapon thing. Yeah, and like someone probably grabbed a slightly jagged rock and went, well, that's interesting. It sort of drew, <laughs> drew blood. And this one drew slightly blood slightly quicker sharper <laughs> what happens if right. we attach it to a stick I'm just just as an experiment i'm just going to run this along my finger ow it's so sharpness <laughs> oh i guess like teeth right so we could make something that acts the same as an animal's sharp teeth but but we control it on the end of this stick and that was it <laughs> that was it the seeds were sown let's face it thumbs and weapons have sort mm. of set a course where we could destroy the world. Nothing else had any has got anything going for it on this planet. Sharks, fucking lions, tigers, they're like the top three, aren't they? Yeah. In the sort of dangerous predator world. But any of them trying to threaten the world's very existence, fucking good luck with that. <laughs> but, but, you know, I was like, yeah, all right, let's try and take over the world. What should we f do first? We could catch a zebra. All right, we've done that. We've eaten. How do we f take this on? Oh, I don't know. We could we could scare some more other animals, a bit like how we caught that zebra. There's no, there's no, there's no domination going on there, is there? No, it's not happening. 
it's a it's a humble plan sharks it's like we'll swim about a bit not blinking because that looks creepy yeah nothing will threaten us and the fish a lot of the fish are just like oh, we'll just we'll just um hurriedly swim out the way a bit and they're like look out for we are the sharks <laughs> and, and the fish are like genuinely scared but really quite briefly and now I'm just going to crack on mm. so nervous systems our ridiculous brains thumbs and weapons have fucked it yeah They've brought good things, but it could all go wrong. Um, what are the highlights? What have, What's turned out to be worth it? Uh, Post-thumb weapon, you know, protein-fed, large-brain human. What have, we, what have we really done that's any good to the universe? Uh, well, I don't know, uh, discovering electricity. Who's that benefited in the whole universe? Well, you can turn the lights on. No, no, that's we've benefited directly from it. But what benefit is it to the universe at large? Well, none. It's none, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but how how can we benefit the universe? That's what I'm asking you. I can't do that. <laughs> well here's a thought maybe there is a link from electricity in a way that could benefit the whole universe unbelievably Miles Chapman is trying to ring me it's just disgusting I'm going to answer the phone hang on one sec I'm sorry Miles of course I'm in the middle of the podcast <laughs> you've phoned to interrupt it so you're not um <laughs> unbelievable well this is great cuz from from the other end this is just dead air so i'm going to get rid of you right it was is this genuinely who I'm, did that? I'm hanging up we've already been slagging you off i'll i'll deal with you later unbelievable what a simpleton he has rung just to to um to interrupt but what he's not thinking about, like he, like if he was, if he was ringing the show and we could hear him, that would be quite funny, wouldn't it? Mm. But he's in, he's rang to interrupt, saying like, and hello to Griggs and whatever. But it's like, but you're not on the show, <laughs> you're not on the show, mate. <laughs> no one else can hear you. It was and a terrible prank. Call, yet, yet one. another reason why you are far, far higher in my estimation than Chapman. I mean, he's a wild card, and there's there's um, there's value in it comedically, but he's effectively like Orko out of Masters of the Universe. <laughs> Just sort of go, hey, what about this? Who turned out the lights? And we're all going, ah, oh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> or Snarf out of Thundercats. Snarf, yeah. Snarf! Oh. Hey, I'm phoning to get on the show, but you're phoning the wrong number. Who turned out the lights? Oh. I hope Alistair's okay. Gee, did I tell you that I can't make the podcast? What? 
and furious. So well, he's the needless comedic relief. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's pro- pretty much it. And we were in a serious discussion then. Well, I say serious. Yeah. It was, uh, I'd say, gripping <laughs> and um, educational to hear these two great minds who were on, not on equal footing, but on a a more equal footing than anyone with Miles involved. <laughs> yeah. Certainly, as a lieutenant, um, I have to I have to have a certain amount of admiration for your capabilities, or I couldn't trust you with the um, plans of world domination, right? Mm. What it's like is like it's like I'm the one in the grand meeting who who doesn't really say anything, mm. but I'm just sort of sat in the corner. Sort of spinning my sword yeah. on, on its hilt, stroking your chin, and then I'll mm. say, "Just listening." And what do but you... then that means when I do speak, people listen. That's why and I send even you, even if it's nonsense. Yeah. They'll <laughs> but, but revere that, it. But that's why I send you um, sometimes, occasionally, vulnerable messages that say things. Do you think the people fear me? <laughs> and then you have to you have to think about what what the answer is that most benefits you and prolongs your life. Yeah, I mean, it's not a relaxed existence, is it? No. But, I mean, have you been... I'll, I'll, I'll quickly um, slightly shift. So there's a few things going on at the moment that all intertwine, right? One is our stupid joke that we, we've we now sort of over-explained to the point where people think we're weirdos. Mm. But, you know, I guess it's, I guess it's um, influenced by things like Star Wars and Game of Thrones, so... Mm. And then, but also genuinely, because I've been observing what's going on with all the the royal family and the structure of the establishment, in all this sort of changeover of funerals, and we we've got a new king, and like mm. so on on Monday, you know, the new episode of House of Dragon dropped in the evening, and I'd been watching for a couple of hours, very similar language and and yeah. kind of um, ceremony and pomp. On fucking BBC One, yeah. and I turned it on, and it was like, Jesus Christ! It's like it didn't feel any different from going from sort of fourth, fourth to third gear, and and yet, obviously, Game of Thrones isn't really an era because it's completely fictional, but it it hints at a medieval world, even though their timelines like thousands, like they're spreading the similar yeah. technology and language over thousands of years. But it was quite creepy to think, in some ways, we tell ourselves we live in a, you know, it's those machinations or those those structures mm. are now only kind of in name. But it's like, but why do they, they're still legally binding in terms of how our country is built? Yeah, we're we're subjects. We're subjects, and there is there is it's just very odd and unsettling. Saying that there is a king and a king consort. Yeah, that's why I, America get yeah, a, get America get a lot of stick, but I think their form of government is far more superior. I mean, they're yeah, I mean, elect. I, I, yeah, yeah, they're head of state. But but what's scary is after what we witnessed with Trump and then Capitol riots and and recently they did a poll forty percent of 
Republicans or, or Americans, I can't remember which, someone can correct me, think there might be a... Oh, God. Hang on. One sec. I'm, I'm, I'm recording. Oh, mate. Bless you. <laughs> oh. oh, cheers, mate. Thank you. <laughs> Look at that. Thank you. Live. I've just, been given, I've just been given a bag of chips by my neighbour. Oh. <laughs> what? And this is like, oh no, because I've been avoiding carbs. What? Bless him. That My neighbour, David. I think it's David. Oh God. Yeah. I was calling him Tony for about two months. <laughs> but that's when I wasn't well. He's just, he's just, he knocks on now and again with a little bit of gossip or or local interest, and he's just given me some chips because they've sent him two bags <laughs> from the Chinese. I'm going to eat them as well. Oh, it's going to make me hungry. It's not great radio. Yeah, it, it really isn't. That's is a bind. <laughs> that is confusing because not only have I been avoiding carbs, but I'm also live on air. I think I can't eat any more after this one. Well, the listeners know you're lying. You're lying to yourself. But the chips will now go cold. I'm going to have to let it happen. Guys, I'm, I am resisting chips. Eat your chips. I can't, I can't. It's just ter it's terrible. <laughs> terribly rude. Anyway, right. Where were we? We were... Um, we were thinking about how just odd it is seeing the the true nature of the structure of the power in in this country and in other countries and you're right i i agree with you america's system is better and makes more sense and mm. sort of isn't ridiculous uh, in principle but it went so fucking tits up we still don't know whether trump might avoid facing the consequences of some of his dodgier actions and end up being prosecuted and then he can't he can't run again and well, what will happen will that cause riots and outright could that lead to a civil war whatever so mm. that's like that system is is theoretically better but at the moment is creaking ready to snap yeah meanwhile you've got our system which is just really weird and archaic and would appear to be still completely invested in protecting the wealth of a bizarre thousand-year-old elite family, mm. right? And then you've got Russia and China, you know, and the, and the way that those those places are running. You sort of have to ask yourself, you know, which system is actually looking least malevolent? And it's like it, all all of the systems look a bit shonky don't they yeah well i think you know the american system is is the least malevolent do you think it will hold up yes i do i mean i don't know if not to make this like current affairs but i don't sorry. think <laughs> we'll do it. um trump could be in real trouble and um it's just what i like about the american system is is it's the people it's literally the people it's like in their courts it's the people versus mm. X, the defendant. Whereas here, it's the crown. The you know, fucking the crown. Prosecute everything is. It's whereas in America, it's like they elect their um, uh, district attorneys. 
Mm. So you're, you know, you're right, you're yeah. then the advocate for the people, and then they the fact that they get to vote for their president, and we don't. And everyone goes, well, yeah, you do. You know, like, well, no, no, we don't because the no. fucking king on the other Saturday morning was literally on the news going, go on then, I'll let there be a government. And it was yeah. like, uh, oh. exactly, I'll let there be a government. And when we say and, the word crown in everyday life, like, oh, the Crown Prosecution Service or uh, Crown Court, or whatever, you just say the word like like it's just what it's called, is it like like a building's mm. called like Apex House, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But actually, the other day, when the crown itself, the gleaming, sparkly crown, was on top of the coffin, and then it was ceremonious, ceremoniously, ceremonially or ceremoniously removed just before they put her down into the ground, and the the uh, orb and the other, it was like there were there were basically three expensive bits of jewelry, magical objects mm-hmm. that were f- which were formally removed from like her person, and then placed over to the side, ready to be formally given to the new king. And it was like, and if that doesn't happen, it's like the equivalent of oh, I'm really sorry, but you didn't renew your insurance, so you're not insured. Yeah, and like, there's fucking no... what? Yeah, there's no mention of should this happen, and and that's literally that's not even considered. I mean, that's not even you're not even allowed well, to consider. On that. the day, there wasn't because it's just like everyone swept away with. This yeah. is this is these we're basically being shown what is still on the law books. So my my theory is there's no way another twenty years or another two changes of the crown will happen without the Republican idea growing and growing. Well, the first thing is... Becoming a political thing in the way that Brexit did. Yeah. I think. It's like the... um, For me, the first thing is, why do they get money for the... I mean, the Windsor family is astonishingly wealthy. Mm. So first of all, why are they taking taxpayer money? And every every defence starts with, they're great for the tourist industry. Every mm. time. Mm. Like uh, they're Alton Towers. I said this before, but uh, it—it's so annoying. It's like um, you know that people will <laughs> people won't go. Well, that's it. There's no point going to Britain. They've got rid of their king. You know, it's not. Going uh, well, it'd be interesting. I don't know because I'm not saying that everyone would, but lots of tourists come to London because they want to see all that stuff. I've no idea. Someone's done the numbers, haven't they? I think it's like. Someone said they cost us something like 150 million, but they bring in loads more. I don't want to say a figure in case it's bollocks, but it was like it way outstripped it in terms of the footfall that they create. But that's still a it's a bit fucking convenient for them, that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's good. Those are good numbers. And also, then when do I? Where do I really see that dividend? Is that paid to me? No. Do I get? You know? Yeah. No, Garfunkel's get most of it. (laughs) Garfunkel's an Aberdeen Angus Steakhouse and people who make small bears in tunics. They They get most of it, don't they? (laughs) Right. That's always sad, isn't it, when you walk past a tourist family in in an Aberdeen Angus and you're just thinking, what are you doing? What are you doing to yourselves? Look, have you not heard of TripAdvisor? But it, yeah, that's that's the that's the ecosystem that they are keeping alive. <laughs> There's a relationship between the crown 
and Abney Angus. Oh, it's a very cosy little relationship, isn't it? If you, if you, if if we become a republic, Garfunkel's is finished the next yeah, day. Yeah, that's a good point. It will be not thought of stripped of every every carpet and table <laughs> overnight. <laughs> we'll just be gone, and like. <laughs> Like Coffee Republic will be like suddenly where all all the Garfunkels were, and we'll all go. Oh my God, Coffee Republic! So they were. Yeah. All oh, right. So that's our. Like the whole proxy war has been fought through coffee shops and shit steakhouses. <laughs> <laughs> what happens to the bears? The bears are gone. That will be like the 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 um the cry of the the fallen royalists. What happened to the bears? <laughs> See, Alistair, it's okay for us to discuss current affairs because our natural comic tendencies lead us towards um, scenarios like this. Yeah. Which is audio gold. I've got to say, it's very difficult to um, to ignore a bag of slowly cooling <laughs> chips that are sat looking at me. Readers, readers, listeners, I... I'm on my eighth week now of eating a low-carb, high-ish protein, very healthy, smug, I've lost weight and I'm keeping it off diet. I had a check-in this morning with uh, a fitness coach through the Oviva app, who are like oh, just an out, an outsource of the NHS just to try and tell simpletons what healthy food is and isn't. But it was sort of, it has been useful because I'm worried because it's like there's a school report, like someone checks in. So I've been eating really well and I've, I'm like I'm in really good form. But I have been told it's all right for me to eat some carbs because cut, cutting them out too much, like Matt went on the keto diet and whatever, and if you do it for too long, you're just depriving yourself of sensible fucking things and you, you start falling apart in different ways. But this is my first genuine like salty carb mind bender someone giving me free fucking chips mm. it's fucking killing me have you ever been on a like a healthy you know mm. like a drive of specific behavioral change for the good of your physicality um no i i have <laughs> i have and do exercise, and um, I try and eat well, but luckily, I'm I've got quite a I'm quite slim, hmm. um, and so I've been able to sort of eat kind of what I want. What happens to me though is I just get this weird little tum if I eat too much. Laura, no, she just. She stops Be me careful. Be careful what you say about what Lauren. What you going? Were you going to talk about her? Her. Her policing your diet. Yeah, she does. I thought but you were going to say like... Lauren though is not allowed to to eat meats or snacks. <laughs> and um, um, on a Saturday morning, I release a small amount of grapes into her through her the tube that, that she's where she's allowed. In her in her um, cage room. Please that tell would. me that you don't you don't police and control Lauren's diet. No, I don't. But she polices um, yours. No, no, no. We gently police each other. No, I don't police hers. But um, she's she's good. She she's good. She polices herself. 
That's, en- that's enough for me. It's a delicate subject, though. Is it? Well, yeah, how do you... God, I mean, that's the worst. What, in, in general, between cohabiting yeah. sex partners or yeah. p- specifically in your house? No, I think cohabiting sex partners. Like, I think oh. it's a quite a big one, isn't it? Because you said gently policing, and that's what that sounds like is this. Um, babe, like, are you going to have... Are you sure you need that dessert? That's... Oh, no, well, I, page no, no, one no, 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 no. Page one oh one controlling behaviour sound That's alike. a fool would try that's very route one dialogue. Are you sure that you <laughs> But then but then if you're trying to if someone said, Right, don't let me and blah 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 and then whatever, then that's one thing. But if it's like let's try not to drink and it's like, Oh, I've had a stressful day today, I'm gonna drink and then you go, Oh but we're both being really good and I'm really benefiting from it and it's helping me that you're not doing it, so why don't we did say let's try and stop each other if one of us weakens, and then it's like, are you trying to control what I eat? <laughs> mm, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, that's an impossible we agreed situation. To, we agreed to control what each other's eating. All oh, yeah. right, so now, yeah, that's it's tricky, man. Yeah, you're best off in that situation, letting them do it, but just know that you've got one in the bank. <laughs> oh yeah, that's very true. Which is you it's, need that. It's and... just another technique of manipulation. It is. I think any healthy relationship, you've got about three or four in the bank of various things. You could just you can just pull out and remind them where they yeah where they basically uh, what's the word they they went against the constitution Mm -hmm. of 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 the agreement of that relationship. It's brilliant when you get them in one as well. (laughs) Without getting you in any trouble, can you think of an example or? No, I can't. But, well, Lauren attempted one with me, but it was so long ago, she knew she couldn't do it. <laughs> she said, well, well, there was that time, blah, blah, blah. And I said, that was like a year ago. No, oh, a and year's not that long. No. I suppose it, it depends how petty the thing is. It was pretty petty. Again, I can't, it's no good, I can't really remember it. But I just knew that, I knew she didn't have faith in her, in the thing she's banked, and she knew it, and I knew it, and I was able to immediately just bat it away. Very good. You Further rise against her. More evidence why you will be uh, an excellent chancellor in the new republic. Um, um, tell you what, one thing yeah. when um, we were going to do, well, we did do a. Was the last episode me and you? Yeah. Okay. Um, what I was going to do on the last one was uh, I asked, has anyone got any questions for Mr. Griggs? But we didn't get around to it. Mm. We just ran off on one having fun. But a couple of weeks ago, we got a few questions in. Would you be up for trying mm. to answer them? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, well, yeah, I, I want to know this as well, right? So Tom Archer mm. had asked back on the 5th of September, and I am sorry there's been a bit of a, a delay since the last episode. Just been busy, I'm sorry. But uh, we'll, we'll cram a few in in the next few weeks. Um, Tom Archer asked, I wonder where Alistair had gone. I just assumed he'd become super TikTok famous and let it go to his head. 
so what happened i i i gave you specific guidance when you're you had a ripple of interest on tiktok i'm now assuming that you have cultivated a new kind of like offshoot world that's lucrative mainly for you but that then i can muscle in on tell me how that's going and tell tom um, Ar- tell tell tom archer how that's going well well um not quite uh i've i'm trying to do uh more of the uh the man in the box videos i just need to awaiting a response from the, the owner of the box <laughs> well done. and therein lies a slight problem but it can be overcome if need be um but they're ready to to be shot can I suggest that no one will mind if it isn't the same box? Ugh, yeah, no, but this is the thing. It, it was the best box. And then you kind of lose the whole vibe of him being in there for years. For anyone who doesn't know what Man, of the, man in the Box is, can you tell them what it is? Yeah. It's, um, you can go to, if you do Alistair Griggs on TikTok. I didn't say, I didn't say advertise yourself. Well, I am on my show. I said, "Tell the people what what Man in the Box is without giving any hint of where they can find it." No, I'm joking. Go on. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to eat, is, I'm gonna uh, eat some chips while you a character uh, uh, sketch series, short videos of me playing a rather depressed security guard who spends his nights working in a old style security box as an attendant, and he's talking to a kind of like a film crew. Like in a car park, right? Yeah, exactly. An industrial estate. And he's just telling anecdotes about his life. And um, I did them. I made them earlier in the year. And they did very well on TikTok. And I've done some other bits. And I'm trying to do more. But uh, it's, it's, it's mm. tough. And um, But I am yep. creating a... There's going to be a Ko-Fi page. A what? A Ko-Fi. That's like, uh, well, that's the other Patreon. Advertise our rivals. Sorry. When you say the other Patreon, you mean like a rival? Yeah, it's a competitor to the Patreon. Just don't say their name. Don't advertise. Oh, is it? We'll get banned. Do you? I don't know, but (laughs) of course, no, they're bad. But why would you? Why wouldn't you come on here where we've already got people that know who you are? Well, I can do. It's just that um, I need to work out the offering. I feel. Hang, like hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Put these ch- fucking chips down. Yeah. Have you been making money somewhere else? No, I haven't made any money. Alistair, I look, look me in the eye. Have you been trying to make a living without me? <laughs> <laughs> I've been. No, I, I haven't. It's. It's. Um, it's tough to monetize these things, isn't it? I mean, the only thing is, if I did the Patreon or the... Yeah. I, I, I believe that the initial videos you did got enough eyes on them that you should have been promoting, sending people to somewhere where they had the option to support you. Did you do that? What do you mean, sending it to who? Well, I mean, so on your fucking TikTok... Yeah. You say, and if you'd like more of this, you can come and see me on Patreon where 
you can support me so I can make more videos. And with with hundreds of thousands of people eyes on that thing, some people would come and give you money, and it might mean that you get enough income to make more stuff. I mean, I spelt all this out to you weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying I'm going to do that now. I'm going to. Oh, that. now you're going to do it. Now yeah, I've well, said it twice. <laughs> Do you think I've missed the boat? I fear that you may have done. Really? Oh, no. How long is it since a Man in the Box video came out on TikTok? Mm. What, like a proper one? I don't even know how to answer that. Months. Months. Well done. Yeah. So when I said strike when the iron's hot, this is going to be the last chip. I don't think I believed you. That's the thing. And also, in fairness, oh, I know. Shit. What? It's the boy who cried wolf. I've jokingly bullied you so much. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just didn't think, well, maybe I didn't believe in myself. I think I just kind of went, uh, I don't know. I couldn't quite see it. And You stupid idiot. I was going to be nice to you, but now I've changed my mind. We had a chat for about an hour and a yeah, half. Yeah, I, I know, I know, I know. I know all this. I know all this. And don't think it hasn't tortured me. <laughs> Did you research it, though? Did you go on YouTube? I to... looked at it all. I looked at all of it. And I sort of went, I'm not sure if I've got the... If I can do it enough. It's quite... Ugh, I don't want to sound like... It's It's pretty demanding. What? Which bit? Well, the, the, creating it. Yes. Like, the thing is... Well, that's why writing... you ask for money, because the money pays for the time that you put into it. Yeah, but it would have to be a lot. And to really I do, do understand. It, I do understand. The thing is, like, I'm kind of like, this is what you've got. It's quite good because you, you're just you. Whereas I'm not Martin Peters. And <laughs> <laughs> well, why did you think of him then? Because it, it wasn't even, it was just meant to be a thing. <laughs> I literally, I literally made it. Yeah. I made it. I made it up yeah. to, as to, to be part of like a show reel to go like, um, and then send it to some producers and go, oh, look at this. And then they go, done oh, that bit? oh, this is funny. Um, and then they maybe go, hey, we're doing this show, blah, blah, blah. Let's go back a bit. Yeah, did, yeah, yeah. Did you send it to some producers? Yeah. Right. How's that gone down? Yes, I did. I did all that. I got good responses. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I mean, that's tough. I won't take the mickey out of that because we, we, you know, that's the hell we live in all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, I sent it to producers. It was a good response. And um, I was very pleased. And the. <sighs> But but it was all accidental. When I on the TikTok, I was like, "Oh wow, this is nuts! Amazing, great." Have you ever and heard? Then, have you ever heard the phrase "riding a wave"? Yeah. But... <laughs> Do you remember the, when we talked for an hour and a half, and I said, "Alice, look at me! For the love of God, you've got to ride this wave." Well, I did. Maybe not very well. <laughs> you fell off. <laughs> you fell off into the wave. Yeah, and then came up and sort of like coughed up some salt water. No, the, the thing is, but it's so hard at the time as well. I think what happened was I think it, I went a bit mad. This is quite hard for me to say all this. <laughs> good, good, very good. 
gold. It's it was it well, was yeah, I mean there was like things going on as well, weren't there? Things were going on. Mm. That's right. Yeah. 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 Okay, and, um, fair enough. And um and I felt I felt quite a lot of pressure. I did kind of going like, oh no, now there's this thing I wasn't intended to be, and it needs to be something. It like needed to be. Could it easily have been? But go on. (laughs) And when? How how do you think? Now it had to become my job. Now it had to become my source of income. And I was going, oh fucking hell! um, How do I? All right. uh." All you had to do was react and see. You know, like. Put a page up and see if anyone came to it. Put a, then put a link to that page in your TikTok video. I th- I personally think like you could have set up basic stuff that would have given you an indication as to whether it was worth putting more effort into it. But you haven't. No, but uh, well, yeah, but I can now. I mean, I still get. Mm. I can t- still do it. I don't yeah. necessarily think it's. I, gonna I can. I could. I could go and put a poster up that says "Happy 2021," can't I? <laughs> But I could do mm-hmm. it. I, I still, please, I please stand two meters apart. Happy Jubilee! <laughs> All of those things, Alistair. We could still say, but why? Why don't we say them? Because the moment has gone, Alistair. <laughs> <laughs> this is torture. No, I really hope it. Oh, I don't know. I I don't know now. I basically anyone listening to this who's got uh, a success story of jumping on the back of doing a silly thing like look the fucking this is what's depressing as you and I know well we know full well you know af- after 18 fucking years for me and however many for you trying to like sustain writing for like the TV industry mm. one of the things that is the hardest kick in the nuts is when you just sort of flick onto Instagram or YouTube and something absolutely inane yeah has a lot of followers and now in my opinion, generally speaking, whoever, whatever that nonsense is, the person who put it up didn't think about it that much. They just put some nonsense out and it snowballed and then they went, fucking hell, this is actually getting attention. So then they they click into, uh, what's the word, um, capitalise mode. Yeah. It's just like, how much effort does capitalise mode actually involve? And you decided not to bother to find out. <laughs> and, you know, and you could have been earning about fifty grand a month by now. Bollocks! That's just nonsense. Well, have a think just before you close your eyes tonight. Just think. <laughs> Don't please, because the thing just is, say this to yourself, will hurt. <laughs> this actually, I, I Alistair exactly. Griggs. I'm a hundred percent sure that I wouldn't be making really good money if I'd I have followed like Nico's I, advice. I don't like you. I don't like this. I don't like you. you no understand. <laughs> it's really horrible. I've, I mean, I actually have wrestled quite a lot with it, thinking, "Oh no, no you, have I? You've chosen I your path, Alistair. You, you've decided. You know, a man's beliefs are his own, I've mi- I've and you missed. you are a hundred percent confident that you didn't need to listen to me." <laughs> Or take any sort of risk because you're risk averse. Much, <sighs> much safer, much safer, to simply panic and then go and look in a cupboard for two months <laughs> and hope that no one ever mentions it ever again. 
Well, I hope it's answered that man's question. Is it Tom? Well, it has, hasn't it? Tom Archer, look, and, and, and Tom, look, I, I can come back. I, I just. Oh. All right, let's say this then to give you to give you something to hang on to. Well, Tom, Alistair hasn't gone off and become super TikTok famous, and he hasn't let it go to his head because he's not brave enough. So instead, <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to all encourage Alistair to do more Man in the Box, and then this time, if it gets lots of eyes on it, to at least make the bare minimum effort to see if he can catch any tadpoles on a subscription service. Does that sound like something you would think about doing? Yes. Yeah. You mean no, but there you go. All right, I'm no, going mo- no, to move on to the next question. Be- yeah. Because we're all blushing. Now, Alistair, if you're in a car, this is from Chris Giggs, Mm. if you're in a car travelling at the speed of light and you switch the headlights on, what happens? Um, Well, the headlights would come on, but I wouldn't, would I not be able to see it? Because... The light, I'm effectively catching up with the light which is travelling in front of me. You're in a car. You're travelling. You are travelling at the speed of light. Wallop. Mm. You switch the headlights on. What happens? Is this a trick? I've not got, I haven't got any answer. I've only got the questions. It sounds like a trick. I think that, I think that you... It, feels... it would look like nothing. It would look like the bust. <laughs> the bust? What? It it would look like they're broken, but but they're not. You're just you're travelling at the speed of the of the headlamps. Well, so I, I'm shit at them. these type of things, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say I think. Well, if you're already travelling at the speed of light, and a light comes on, it'll they'll just be there. Mm. Well, be, the light and the car are going at the same speed. So yeah, I think you would see the light. It'd just be like a. It'd be like looking at a normal car, only it wouldn't because try getting out of the way of that. What, is there an answer? No, I just already. <laughs> oh my god! I've told you. I've only got the questions. <sighs> I still feel bad about everything. Good, good. Let's keep that going. Let's keep that theme going. <sighs> God, After I really the... do, though. <laughs> well, this is ironic. 5th of September, 10 past 9, uh, 7 in the evening. David Burdell. After the success of The Man in the Box, <laughs> has he considered a move into comedy writing as a career? <laughs> that sounds... That's a, that's a touch cheeky, that, isn't it? You dick. Oh. Is it David? Was it David? David Burdell. David Burdell. Do you know him? Well, maybe you should move into comedy writing. Do Do you know David Burdell? No, I don't. It, that was a good little jape you did there. But you called him a dick. This is all, these are no, all... I mean in a nice way. I'm also suffering You're... right now. I'm... <laughs> well, who's making you suffer, is it? I am. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh, it's really bad. And as long as you, as long because... as you keep believing that, that's all I care about. That you're <laughs> the one who makes you suffer. Oh. No one Do you know else. what? Funnily enough, funnily, yeah. funnily enough, yeah. today, this yeah. afternoon, about an, I wrote mm. um, a post for for the man in the box to advertise the Ko-Fi page. Ko-Fi. I wish you would stop drop name dropping another band. Sorry, brand Oasis. Yeah. No, not Oasis. What are you doing? You've, it's like someone spilled no, fucking water yeah, in that. you. All right, so I'm telling people now it's coming, and if they'd like to give me some money, and also I'll be offering um, video messages, right? <laughs> Look, I'm not going to stand in the There's way the of this. I've got, I've got a, I'm just annoyed that you've chosen a platform that isn't the one that you're talking on now. I mean, fuck me. But, Unbelievable. But I can also do the, your one. Oh, right, you still want a piece of my ass. I feel sick. Oh. I'm going to ask you the next question. Over the last year or so, has he been able, Alistair, he means, has he been able to find any other songs that are tolerable beyond just Automatic by the Pointer Sisters? Um, Broken Wings by Mr. Mr. Wow. Right, I, that, I'm I'm impressed actually, and intrigued. It's a that's a brilliant song, and there are other yeah. there are many other songs in that genre that you'd you'd think. Well, why wouldn't you like like Kiri and um your you know the voice by John Farnham and like a load of other things. Well, just like <laughs> what do you, want? do you want me to describe it? It's another song, you tit. What's that? Why don't you, if you go on Spotify and play the song you just mentioned, um, what was it again? Um, Broken Wings, Mr. Mr. Spotify will suggest other songs sort of in the same vein, and you might end up going, oh my God. And it turns out so far that you quite like 80s synth. <laughs> because both of those have got a, a very techno te- technological synthy vibe. That's that's. It's the only. It's the first hint of a clue. Now that we know that you've, there's two songs in the universe, the things that link those songs together are synthesizer, and the fact that they're both. I wonder in the if 80s. it's because it, they're kind of mechanical. Yeah. I kind of computer respect music. it more than anything which is coming from just a, a sort of an instrument. It's, I'm it's I'm going like, to set you some homework. Mm. Other than, will you please please listen to me in future? No, please stop. For the love of God, for the sake of your family. I, I hate the way you're framing this in the past tense. It's just horrible. <laughs> but genuinely, a bit of light homework for you to take your mind off your refusal to face your destiny. Um, Go and have a listen to Kraftwerk on Spotify. That is yeah. the most mechanical computer music ever and even sort of they kind of lean into the idea that they're sort of like robots making pop music I think you'd like it I don't like the the name right okay next question Crispy Curtis yeah on the man in the box line of inquiry as already plumbed above was the dizzying high too much for the man. 
Is the 15 seconds internet timescale of fame on the wane? And if so, is it a crushing blow for a newly formed diva or a comfortable slide back to the old armchair of relative anonymity? Well, that's deep. Let's, let's unpack that. Is the fame on the wane? It shouldn't be, but you've effectively it's like you've left you've left your candles outside like when the wind's picking up like oh yeah they'll be all right they won't blow out should I leave all this paper near all this this fire yeah yeah don't don't keep an eye on it every metaphor yeah. is cuttingly deeper so yeah. just... or so is it a crushing blow for a newly formed diva i don't think you've turned into a diva or a comfortable slide back to the old armchair of relative anonymity. It's that, isn't it? Yeah. <sighs> I, can, I, wasn't I, can, I can understand why someone would cower from success. <laughs> no, I can. It might be it's terrifying. Maybe you've never expected success before and you just thought, oh, don't know, love. Shall I put my slippers back on? Can we pretend I'm not talented? Yeah, that's right, love. Do you think... Don't, but don't eat that dessert. Don't eat that dessert, Alistair. You, 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 you put your slippers on, and she's trying to keep you down. It's it's Helen. This is what's happening. Oh. And then David Burdell, you might want to call him a name again here. He said, "Is he beige now?" Which is a reference to chats I have with Miles. Beige? No. Oh dear! Basically, you were you were clad head to toe in beige, and then I've gone. Hey, Alistair, I've I've had this sparkly, colourful outfit made for you. I'll just hang it up here and let you change, and then I've gone off, assuming that you'll put it on, and you've you've just slight, quietly slipped away in the to to take world it. of beige and bought yet more beige clothes. Hmm. And then you've just come, you emerged onto top of the pops with a synthesizer, clad in beige. And I've, I'm in my like powerful music mogul's office. Um, someone's telling me something, and then you come on the TV, and I'd, I'm eating soup with my medallion sort of hanging down, and it's like, what, what? what Who told that prick? Who told that prick to fucking wear beige on top of the pops? Get me the fucking BBC Studios on the phone. <laughs> And you've defied me. We're all, well, well, you know, it's it's still early days. Even though you've effectively, when you think of a novelty single, no. when you think of a novelty single, it's like strike. You know, maybe you've, maybe you don't understand what strike <laughs> while the iron hot means. Maybe that's my fault. I guess this is all my fault. Okay, Tom Maguire asks, can you ask Alyssa? <laughs> If I ever see him in a pub, can I shout, Hey, Griggsy! And give him a big beery hug, potentially sloshing lager up against him. Yeah. God, you sound so broken the way you just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just wanna... You're trying to, like, oh, I better sound as amenable as possible. Yeah, no, no, I mean, that would be nice. I... That would be nice, genuinely. Being, being honest, do you actually want someone sloshing lager up against you? I don't think you'd like that. 
Maybe not the lager. Yeah, but that's what he's asked. That's the question. Oh, I can't let someone so else like, down. Well, hey, Griggsy, and a, be- a, be- a big beery hug. You're not going to like that, are you? I could see you stiffening a bit. Yeah. I'm going, yes, yes, thank well, you. Well, instantly I'll be thinking, when's he going to leave? Yes. If he makes it brief. But he sloshes lager on you. Oh, no, that would be awful. And now you've you've... You've only just come out. You've still got hours ahead of you, and you can smell the lager on your lapel. Is that going to annoy you a bit? Yeah, it is, and I'll go, oh, what are you done? And you're like, I'm drinking wine, but I can smell lager and wine. And you'd have to, like, go home, and Lauren would be like, don't be ridiculous, this is our anniversary dinner. And you're like, I can't drink in these conditions. Tom Maguire's ruined everything. I'm going home. (laughs) Lager shows up on beige. I specifically don't drink. I only drink white wine when I when I wear my beige. God, Nate, David Bedell, he's done three. Quite, he's testing us here. Mm. This is. I think this is more. This one was more to me. And it just says in. Because there was breaking news regarding the Queen's poor health. So that's before that before that happened. Will you change your hairstyle? Alright, this is uh This is a nod to the fact that when my hair was big in lockdown, I took a picture of it and Matt used it once and I look it looked like the Queen's hair. <laughs> so will you change your hairstyle to that of her successor when the inevitable happens? <laughs> is it an homage or merely a coincidence? Perhaps you use the same salon. Well, in between haircuts, my hair goes a bit rubbish and it probably isn't far off. I reckon me and Prince Charles look more alike than you'd think first thing in the morning. So there you go. I'm taking some stick as well, Alistair, but I'm not being a big baby. That's not I'm not being a big baby about it. I'm barely here. I'm barely here. I'm genuinely gonna Look, Alistair, come off this podcast Alistair. and really, really feel S- bad. Spiral. <laughs> I don't think you should feel um, bad. You've got to look no, at it I all should. practically. You've got to be as philosophical as possible and ask yourself what you want. That's all. What do I want? And what can I be bothered to do to achieve it? And that's gen- genuinely. I mean, that's I. I've been in many a situation. No, I've not. I've never had the fortune to, you know, burp a couple of clips onto YouTube and suddenly have the potential to earn hundreds of thousands of pounds Don't. on my lap. I've not had that. But generally speaking, it's like on a daily basis, life throws up the question how hard are you going to work for this? And I quite often really just fucking fail to um to to summon up the requisite hunger to do what really needs to be done to smash doors in you know what i mean really that's quite um vulnerable yeah. of you to admit that <sighs> yeah in our world of everyone you got to do this you got to do that well, on a personal level, part of the problem is I have 
lots of ideas that I'm briefly very interested in. I get excited and then it's sort of gone away and some of those ideas actually make it to being put in front of people and then they do take on and they turn into like a pitch or a, a commission yeah. or whatever. But it's like having more eureka moments than than moments where I write down what the eureka moment was. So I can re I can relate to why something doesn't get followed through. It's just when something looks like a guilt-edged opportunity but I'm really I'm leaning into it slightly on purpose to wind you up but I'd be I'd be torturing myself <laughs> if I was you because I'd be thinking why really the question is why was it scary because like I'll tell you I'll be vulnerable I didn't do any comedy at all till I was 30 years old and I was fucking torturing myself about that big time for about four years, five years. And when I first did therapy and we talked about it, just... right? What was that? <laughs> that was me just checking my TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, it was like there was a fear of failure that meant it was easier to just shove it all back down and not do it and close my mm. eyes. Mm. So I'm not going to speak for you, but if. There's any of that mixed in with the man in the box stuff. You should attempt to unpack that because it it isn't worth being scared of a thing. It's just like not even that difficult to like fucking see if putting a fishing rod out would actually mean anything. I think I think um, yeah. The, the, what's quite annoying is that the thoughts I'm having now, where I'm actually going, okay, let's now do what you've been saying, right? Yeah. yeah, but because at the time, I think I was also I've, I've been chatting to people. Well, I've been chatting to a person, if you know what I mean, mm. and all that stuff has helped. Yeah, and other stuff. Much, but, yeah. And I don't like the thing is I don't like to blame things, and I don't I just. I get, oh. no, there's, there's always reasons. There's always yeah. reasons. We we make our own barriers, and, mis yeah, and, and I, I know, say that I know. I actually don't want you to feel bad about that, even though you're an idiot. But I. You know, I, I'm I'm asking myself that question in a big way at the moment. I've I've got to make drastic sort of emergency life changes. Right? I don't know whether I've said this to you privately. Mm. But I've got to relocate. I'm not gonna go yes. into detail too much. Yeah, you have, yeah. But I've got to relocate partly because where I am, which everyone who's been listening to this long enough knows, I've been a bit isolated where I live. But I've actually got to just kick my life in the nuts and get some shit happening. It's fucking terrifying, but it's got to be done. And because I was ill and couldn't do anything, now that I'm better, I'm like, I have to do it now while I feel well enough, even though I'm a bit reticent and scared. And it's like, well, I don't, I can't guarantee what I'm going to make happen. I don't know what the answer is yet. Mm -hmm. Whether it's adding a small new thing to my life or a fucking complete change. There's going to be various fucking changes. There's going to be some serious chin stroking in the next year as I attempt to basically hugely perform a massive audit and health check on how my life works on a lot of levels. The one thing that will still be happening is I'm determined to not only keep this podcast alive, but to actually 
seriously attempt to increase its importance and and potential so like there is an irony there because you know the bit where i am a bit jealous in you know the, what i'm really saying when it comes to man in the box whatever is like i've got this going it's it's a small amount of people really mm. but i've been told i've been talking to a podcast company right a small podcast company and they've been trying to educate me on some changes that could be happening to try and grow this a bit and it's just good to be open to that stuff that's all so for the listeners the patrons i will be at some point because i've got like other shit to sort out like where i'm living and all that but probably before the end of the year i will be announcing changes to how this whole thing works that i hope is going to be welcome so yeah something something for for us all to look forward to i think you've got to evolve things now and again it's fucking scary yeah you know we'll we'll we should meet up and have a a pint and a proper chat about that stuff okay stop being such a big silly mouse it's okay (laughs) it's okay alistair yeah it's fine it's good everything's good alistair (laughs) it's the end now isn't it Oh, oh dear Oh dear, I haven't put some doubts into you, have I, Alistair? <laughs> have I? No. No. I'm glad this we had this conversation, actually. It's good. It's, it's it like, is good. Okay. No, good. It's like, fine, I just... Oh, One thing I am oh. laughing at is that I set, I set off like you've been such a good boy and it's a special day. <laughs> I know! <laughs> I know! <laughs> But that's what's beautiful about the podcast. It's like last week it was like respectful, respectfully talking about the Queen. And by the end of it, you were comparing me to Hitler. Yeah, and, and in this one, I was flying high, mm. and now I'm on a precipice. <laughs> no, don't of... be. Oh, right. No, don't. There's no point looking back. Only forward, Alistair. But... Oh. But there, people say there isn't the past. There is the past. Where is it? I, but can you touch it? It's not it? like can I can't you, touch it. Can you go back to it? No, it's not. It doesn't exist. Yeah, but that's insane to think like that. No, well, oh my god, I've been. Well, maybe we'll come back to this right, right with we'll another with another it. chat. But I've been listening to an amazing man in a, on a podcast. His, this man found lots of tapes of his dad who was an amazing um, speaker and sort of philosopher and guru type guy who talks about Taoism mm. Chinese philosophy I have to have a, a proper episode conversation with you about it because it will blow your fucking mind mate I'm, oh. I'm buying it like on the level that I'm finding it very comforting and relaxing going there and let myself go yes yes it's a different way of looking at the whole experience of life but it will blow your mind because it's just so like against your basic kind of like need to rationalize things yeah and this man everything he says is basically with a lot of authority telling you that there's there's nothing that can be rationalized (laughs) it's fucking crazy (laughs) it could be quite good fun so okay. we'll we'll do a bit of that soon. Sound right. good? Yes, mate. 
Thanks. Uh, Lister, don't worry. It's only money. <laughs> and and your future. Which also, to be fair, is as... Um, what's the word? Is as um, eph eph ephemeral and abstract as the past. The only difference is you can in, you can set an intention and then try and create a future. But really that all that is is a thought in your head. It doesn't it isn't real until you actually do. So yes. the past and the and the present really really don't exist. All there is really is action. Everything else is bullshit. So I hope that makes you feel a bit better. Thank you. Good. Sounds like you feel a lot better. <laughs> Alistair, thank you once again for joining us on Stupid Hearts Club. I'm going to press stop now. Right. As that descended into a good bit of Griggs baiting, but I hope I tried to sort of pull myself round there and giving some sort of paternal advice. I just don't think he's comfortable with any sort of talking about what he does or doesn't do. Who would be with me coming at you? Anyway, in the spirit of being vulnerable, I thought oh, I've not put a bit of music on for a while, but I haven't got anything new. So I just thought, well, I'll share something that I wrote and made really badly at the end of my 20s. Like my first goes at writing songs, my first goes at recording songs on very poor equipment with no idea what I was doing. Very obviously trying to be null and uh, with the handful of chords that I knew and all that. But um, because this, the, this song had a message in it, which is that we've got to live with ourselves and all that sort of thing, I thought I'll put it in even though... I think it's it's rubbish, so please don't feel you have to listen to it. But I think it's a, a, it's supposed to be a generous act. Share something that I did that's really naive and a bit rubbish. But maybe there's a little glimmer in there. You know, when you start when you start doing something as a hobby, where it's creative, you might not be very good at it yet. But there just might be little bits of it that you think oh, that bit's all right, and that's what makes you keep going back and doing more. So here is. A pretty shonky, very early song that I wrote in the late 90s at some point, on all the early 2000s, called Live With Ourselves. It's it's um, a Tascam 4-track disaster by...
Remember, if you love the show in a deep and probably unhealthy way, you can help support it on an ongoing and stalky basis on patreon.com forward slash stupid hearts club. Uh, your choice. See you soon, you internet weirdos. I'm, I'm one. <laughs>